John 20:29 Nasp Jesus said to him, Because you have seen me, have you now believed? Blessed are they who did not see, and yet believed. No, I never saw Jesus turn water into wine. No, I never saw Jesus feed the multitudes. No, I never saw Jesus walk on water. No, I never saw Jesus heal the sick, blind and lame. No, I never saw Jesus cast out demons. No, I never saw Jesus raise the dead. No, I never saw Jesus calm the storm. No, I never saw Jesus, Moses and Elijah during the transfiguration. No, I never saw Jesus die on the cross. No, I never saw Jesus after his resurrection. No, I never saw Jesus leave this world at his ascension. No, I wasn't present when God's Holy Spirit fell on the assembled believers at Pentecost in Jerusalem as promised by Jesus. It's absolutely true, I've never seen any of these things that Jesus did. Not even one. That is because I was not there, I hadn't even been born yet, when all these things happened. But I have read the words that Jesus left us to hear, through the written testimony of those who did see and hear all these things that they record that Jesus did and said. And I believe their testimony and I accept their witness that Jesus is indeed, the Son of God, the promised Messiah, God in the flesh, like yours and mine, only different because He is the Lamb without blemish, sinless, foretold of so long ago, in the Jewish Old Testament of God's chosen witness. Their witness is the reason why the Christian Church came to be. It's history that cannot be denied, just like the reality of the nation of Israel cannot be denied. It was their testimony of what transpired during the short ministry of Jesus, that turned the then-known world upside down. And it isn't just what Jesus did, although no normal human being could possibly have done all of these things, meaning that Jesus definitely wasn't ordinary. But even more so, it is what Jesus said. How Jesus told them about what would happen, before it happened. Plus Jesus explained why it would happen and what He would accomplish for us, because we, in and of ourselves, could not do it. God His Father is holy and we are not. God's ways and thoughts are not our ways and thoughts, and that is a problem. Jesus showed all of us of His Heavenly Father, by His spoken word and what He did. Everything that Jesus did was in accordance with His Father's will. We can't do that. Think Ten Commandments. Holy means without exception, as in all our ways, all our thoughts, like God is. Jesus showed us what it meant to follow the will of His Father, even to the extent of giving up His own life, as atonement, covering over, for our ways and thoughts, that violate God's ways and thoughts, four pictured in the Passover Lamb of the Old Testament. Sin, or the violation of God's holiness, brings separation from God. Holy means without exception, as in always. Always does not entertain exceptions. Jesus also told them and us, that He could lay His life down and take it up again. Jesus told us that His Father had given Him the authority to do this, and Jesus actually did this, demonstrated in His bodily resurrection, after dying on the cross and laying in a tomb for three days and nights. No one has ever done this before or since, no one, but Jesus did. The disciples of Jesus were witness to His resurrection. That's one of the things that they saw, just like Thomas in the quoted scripture at the beginning of this post. That is their testimony. The reality of the resurrection of Jesus changed all of their lives. History confirms their testimony. Not one of the apostles recanted their witness. Not one. That also cannot be denied. So here I am, almost 2,000 years later, a common believer, layperson by name, believing and trusting in Jesus. Why? Because that is what Jesus asks us to do. In Revelation 3:20, Jesus tells us that behold, I stand at the door and knock, if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and will dine with him, and he with me. And my witness is that Jesus indeed keeps his promise. 
Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.